ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with, with Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. You and I, I feel like we... When I summon you, yeah. I, I f- we need to figure out how you and I intro stuff when you're just here. Yeah. Because this is... We've only been doing this the past, like, three months or so, probably. Right. I told you, though, that I was going to be here when you started. Yeah. So I'm here. But, like... If you want to intro it, just you intro it. All right. And then I won't interrupt you. Yeah, you come in if I miss anything. This is a political uh, chat show about the week's events with myself, Tim Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States of America. One could say this is the podcast between the president and the podcaster. Could they not? (laughs) If you're listening for the first time, we... Welcome. uh, We welcome you with open arms into our community. We record uh, here in a YMCA in Chicago. Because, that too, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to let them in on a little bit of our backstory. Not to guilt you, um, Abe kissed an ex-girlfriend of mine, and I had to move out of our uh, apartment we were sharing. Right. So now I'm here at the YMCA. Yeah, but before we were recording at that place, we were recording with Cards Against Humanity. Which you also got us kicked out of. Cur- well, yes. Yeah. Also because of my relations with a woman. My wife. Big news week. Yes. Um, let's talk... I mean, there's a lot to talk about. I was having sex with my wife at the Cards Against Humanity Why are you studio. going back to that? Just in case people were curious. But it's in previous episodes. We found out the, sta- uh, the staff secretary, I believe that's the title, uh, in the White House um, had two uh, uh, accusations of two of his ex-wives uh, of domestic abuse. And apparently uh, Chief of Staff uh, Kelly knew about this, kept him around anyways. Really awful, uh, really a disgusting story, um, kind of says a lot about, like, between that and the, the sort of general response to all of the accusers of President Donald Trump, there's sort of a we-don't-believe-the-women vibe. Yeah, because they're the our West. friends and we want it to be okay. We don't want to believe that, oh yeah, we, we know our friend, he's not a monster. Sure, it's like the, he um, just lost his temper, and we know how divorces are. I don't know how divorces are. Yeah, they weren't as in style back in your time. Honestly? No. No. But, I mean, I haven't seen my wife in months. Yeah. And before that, I hadn't seen her. I went a full year, Christmas to Christmas, without seeing her. Yeah. You seem to only meet up with her at Christmas on this show. That's what I'm and thinking. And then you go have weird sex together. We do. <laughs> um, what else? The parade? Uh, Trump's planning a military parade. Correct, he is. I imagine that's something... You're maybe a little more familiar with, right? Because like, yeah, because everyone on Twitter was making jokes about it, <laughs> and that some with the Trump military parade, and then also something about his bone spurs. Oh, I wasn't even going to say that that it was a Twitter thing you might be familiar with. What I'm saying is, we were more likely to have military parades probably back in your time than we do now. I guess I don't remember any. Sure, <laughs> I remember a big long war. That was a yeah. They probably couldn't parade. spare troops or, or resources for parades that much during your time. Uh, sometimes you would do these little things to kind of boost morale in the urban yeah. cities you know the urban areas you know where you could you know where the irish communities were getting a little restless because you took all their sons and be like hey look they're gonna look Give them nice a parade. they'll look they'll be all dressed up i guess there were a couple of parades when like um in new york city where um there were these uh the big big gatherings around the draft no those were draft rides you understand that right yeah. That was not people, like, paraded. That was them saying, we don't want to fight in this war. Yeah. I remember it kind of, like, different. Okay. Um, they wouldn't want to join Mr. Lincoln's war. Right? That's what they were saying? Anyways, uh, then there's also the, uh, we're blowing open the budget deficit uh, because um, we have this 
new bipartisan spending bill with um, yeah, both military spending and domestic spending. And we cut all the revenue, too. Big yes, tax cut. Yes, right, with the ba- uh, big tax cut. Cool. Yeah. I guess that doesn't matter. <laughs> that must be amazing to you, right? A, the thought of a trillion dollars? <laughs> yes, that is amazing to me. One trillion dollars. And now we're like 21 trillion in debt. And I, I was talking to a friend of mine recently. A hundred thousand dollars could feed like a whole regiment. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine recently where he said, well, yeah, but the debt just doesn't matter. Like, it can just keep going up as high as it can. I don't understand that thinking. I don't understand because either. Because then the money in our wallets doesn't mean anything. Like, by that, by that logic. Well, it doesn't. I, I know the money in our wallets doesn't really mean anything. We put money onto it. Right. Right. It's a false idol. Like if we Let's all get back to church. <laughs> but if we all collectively just agreed that, like, the money in our pockets means nothing, like, we have so many weird jobs nowadays. Like, let's say writing copy for a company. Tasting like, cereal. How do, you, how do you barter with that? We can't go back to a barter system. No one, like, offers that good of services anymore. Like, tangible services. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, do you have any eggs? Oh, uh, I think, I think, uh, I think I'm out. Yeah, I think. Ah, jeez. I'm, the whole hallway's out of eggs somehow. Remind me of your name, buddy. I've seen you around the way. Are you looking for cooked eggs or raw eggs? I'm looking for poached eggs. I need some poached eggs. You're, you're going door to door asking people for poached <laughs> eggs? Yeah. The... Timothy, don't you have any poached eggs you could offer the man? No, I don't have any poached eggs. Uh, can Excuse I at me. least use some boiling water? I, I, I brought a carton of eggs. Uh, uh, yeah, you can, you can boil water. Yeah, that, that, of course. I was like, I come in and use your stove? Yeah, it's okay. I mean, Abe, you seem like you're looking a little confused. We have kind of a... a I feel like I know this guy. Uh, uh hi, uh, I'm Steve. I, oh, yes, I yeah, Steve, I've seen him around the, the yeah. floor uh, for the past few days. Are you Steve Bannon? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, I'm my Steve, God! Stephen K. Bannon, yes, that's me. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, you might have... Heard of me, I'm sure. Yeah, we've uh, done like four podcasts about you. Yeah. I can't believe I Are I you? can't believe I didn't recognize you. We're doing a we're doing a political comedy podcast. It's not it's just a serious journal. Okay, okay yeah. Well, what are you and you are you some sort of a ethereal spirit being, I suppose? Uh, yeah. I'm I'm the sixteenth president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Oh my gosh. You're Abe Lincoln. I'm Abraham Lincoln. Uh you look a lot different than you do on the on the five dollar bill. Hey, that's okay. Have you seen the movie Stealth? <laughs> Don't, uh, you gotta not have that be like your icebreaker with oh, people. Fine. No, I, I, I haven't seen the movie Stealth. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't really get out to the cinema. I, I'm more of a, a book, a bookworm. Hey, how about this? We'll let you boil boil water for your for your uncooked eggs if you'll do a, if you'll do the podcast with us. Uh, a podcast uh, is that an audio recording? Yeah, was, that, you know what podcasts are. Like Breitbart and pivot to podcasts? Sure, well, we did podcasts, but now I have to watch what I say, you know. I, I, do you have a subpoena for the podcast? What are you doing in a Chicago YMCA? Uh, well, I am living here now. Uh, as you know, my entire life kind of uh, fell apart in recent months. When you attacked um, Donald Trump Jr., saying the meeting he had was treasonous. Yeah, I said I would they crack him like an egg. On uh, national TV, right? So you were were you poaching eggs at the time when you said that during the interview? Yeah, I was. I was okay. when I was when I was talking to them I, to Michael Wolf. I was over the phone and I was uh-huh. I was making poached eggs in my apartment and I sort of you 
I mean, the quote did it so like it. I kind of slammed yeah. an egg on the counter and cracked it at the time. Okay. It was very dramatic. Uh, it was kind of cool, frankly, but I realized yeah. that the quote sounds a little pathetic in person. Do you eat a lot of eggs, or are you? did you have a psychotic break, and now all you could do is just... Well, uh, eggs are the only type of protein I can afford anymore. Ah, okay, I like See, a I thought you were super rich. Don't you have, like, the rights to the Seinfeld uh, something or other? I have a small percentage of the profits for when I went into syndication, yes, uh-huh. but uh, they've frozen all my assets now that oh, I'm being no. investigated in the whole... You know, Russia witch hunt. Yes. Um, Plus, you've been divorced a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Well, they froze. See, that's where they get you. But okay, they even, all right. But they even froze my alimony payments, so oh. my wife won't even talk to me anymore. Both wives are just have nothing to do with me. What's that like being divorced twice? What's it like? Yeah, how how do you get married a second time after you've been divorced? You just get married. I yeah, just... but isn't the second wife kind of like you don't believe in this? I know you don't. You understand the president has been married like three times, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I forced her to sign a prenuptial agreement. Wow, good call. Yeah. So. That really sets the mood, you know what I mean? You know what I mean, Timothy? <laughs> Are you this is great. We haven't had a guest on the podcast we, for a long no, time. especially not a live one. Yeah, this is also, this is terrific. Also, I think we hate your policies, too, so this is going to be really terrific. I was going to say, um, we'd love to ask you about some of the work you did as a chief strategist. Um, yeah, were you trying to stoke a war between like your idea of Western civilization and everyone else? Sure, well, as you know, uh, as I'm sure you know, Abe, there's a battle of good versus evil that's been... Uh, raging across the globe for generations now, and uh, we were going to be the ones to finally turn the tide. Uh, when you course, say good versus evil, who are in those categories? Well, the evil is uh, the globalist agenda, and, okay. the, and the good are the are the crusaders of time. <laughs> the globalists versus the crusaders. <laughs> yes, uh, but the, now the good, uh, it, you know, every gener- history court of, goes in cycles, you know, so uh, about every 100 years we go through another cycle of four... Uh, different. There's the like World War Two. Well, the Civil War, for instance. Okay. That was a, a, a era of chaos, right? Yeah. Uh huh. And then I, lived it. Knows. I lived it. Yeah, and you, as you know, the globalists wanted to to separate from the Union. Wait, how were they? Globalists? Wait, are you talking about the Confederates? Yeah, the Confederates. Uh, Jefferson Davis. Uh, if you look, if you really read between the lines in his writings, you can see that he he was a globalist. Why? Because he wanted to partner with England with their trading for uh, for cotton and mercantile goods? Exactly. The triangle trade. Remember reading about that? Oh, yeah. The triangle trade. I remember living through that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure that you read it uh, during your daily briefings. Yeah. Okay, so they were the globalists. So then why yeah. were you so in favor of preserving all the globalist statues when you were campaigning with Roy Moore? Yeah, why did you campaign with Roy Moore? I would like to touch on that also. Why did I campaign with him? He's a good man. No, he's not a good well, man. He's, he's clearly not a good man. Well, the whole what, because of the whole child molester. Yeah, thing? that's uh, yes. You could just do that. Well, I mean, there's other stuff that's terrible. Well, we all we all have our our bruises and our scars, don't we? Uh, like <laughs> mine don't compare to Timothy. Haven't you ever heard the good scripture? Let him without bruises <laughs> throw the first punch. No, I'm not. But I don't think they talk about... Okay, he's... Uh... No, no, okay, well, I admit, I know it's a little taboo to be a, a, an avowed child molester, but uh, those were the risks that we took. And it turns out that Steve was wrong again. Can I ask you this? Um, during the... Uh, Could you when... close your bathrobe, please? Can you please close your bathrobe, first of all. Um, on top of that, 
when the Access Hollywood tape came out and everybody thought uh, Donald Trump was going to go down, was it your idea for him to bring Bill Clinton's uh, accusers and put them in the audience while he was debating Hillary Clinton? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I thought that was such a profoundly disgusting moment. It was, it was profoundly disgusting, but it made for a good debate, didn't it? No. It was good TV. It made for good TV, I'll tell you that. It was good. I think that really hurt American politics. It kind of reminds me of that part in Deadpool. Have you seen Deadpool? We've talked about this. I have seen Deadpool. Okay. I, have you seen? You haven't seen Deadpool? Uh, is that the one with the, where the superhero swears a lot? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I think you would like Deadpool. I have not seen it, but my, my daughter uh, raved about it on social media. I have to follow her social media now because she won't talk to me. Oh, okay. That sounds okay. Anyway. I forget what, what were saying. you going to say about Deadpool? It's fine. It's not a problem. It's not nothing. Anyway, you brought the women to the debate. Hey, what do you think about this whole this whole government shutdown, this debt debate? You know, Senator Rand Paul right now is is doing doing a filibuster of some kind today the, to stop the. Uh, oh, absolutely. I've been I've been following along. I've been watching uh, CNN from across the alleyway into my neighbor's window. Oh, you found the the CNN spot? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah the, it's. They're just watching that thing all day. That there's usually there's a crowd of guys down there that watch over uh, into our neighbor's window. Uh, like when Jake Tapper comes on, that's a big. You'll see a crowd down there. Yeah, absolutely. nice a crowd of guys, <laughs> like a CNN crew. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have to watch it because I mean we can't afford it. None of us have cable yeah. in here, so we. But and you don't get the sound, but you get the basic gist yeah. of it. You could kind of read the chyrons. Right. And, yeah. 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 Um, hey, what? Are you going to be arrested? Are you going to be swept up into this whole special counsel thing? Oh, not if I get my way. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think anyone. Yeah, who's possibly going to be? Uh, well, I got some. I got some dirt on all those guys. So hopefully. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you talking about? I got some dirt. What that's, kind of dirt? That I think I can make a deal. Wait. Can, okay. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm. Can you like just I give said, us a hint? Give you a hint? Yeah. Uh, Jared. Isn't as much of a golden boy as you might think. Jared. Jared Kushner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that means he's not that rich? or? I don't know. Not that much of a... Oh, maybe Trump doesn't like him as much as we think he does? <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm just turning the oven, the stove okay. on. <laughs> it made it sound like you were like giving us an indication that we were on the right track. Okay, hey, so no other thoughts about the government shutdown? Like, aren't you worried about the government, about deficit or, or, or the debt or government spending? Or... You know what? Now I'm just a spectator. I'm no longer involved. Oh, man. So I've, I've got no horses in this race anymore. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm, my brief dalliance in politics is over. I think that, you know, come what may, as long as, as long as I am safe. And the globalists don't win. Steve, can I ask a more, like a broader question? Do you think you're like a good man? Uh, I'm a I'm a man who's done some good. Therefore, I sure I'm a good man. Okay, Do but you think you're also, a good man? I don't know. Uh, oh, I didn't catch your name. I'm Tim Dunn. Tim. I just Tim I did I did improv for a while in the city, and I I'm just a comic. Ooh, so man. we both have a dark past. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He has a nice, good, strong Catholic name, though. Timothy, Timothy Dunn? Robert Dunn, yes. Timothy Robert Dunn. Yeah, I, are you Irish? Uh, I'm Irish and Greek, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay, so the Greek. So half, he's half globalist. Yeah, you can't really talk about deficits then, can you? <laughs> yeah. When I think of globalists, you know, I think of kind of like Ultron and Age of Ultron, you know? Like at all No, I robots. don't. Oh, what was that? That was the Avengers one. Avengers what? 
The movie. There's oh, a movie. another movie. No, I... When I think of Globeless... You're talking about Avengers 2. No, it's the, yeah, it's the, uh, the Avengers 1. The, the Age movie. of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. Ultron, and he's got all these other s- robots. Yeah. Those are Globeless to me. Those <laughs> seem like Globeless. Oh, absolutely. That, all of that... It, American pop culture is just inundated with symbols of globalists. And why do you think every action movie takes... You have to go from Paris to Cairo to... Uh-huh. Well, because it's exciting. You get to see all those different cities. I mean, that's it, isn't it? Exciting? Yeah. It sounds like you might have been brainwashed here. Are you... You think Paris is exciting? Yes, yeah. I went to Paris a few years ago. It was a beautiful city. Wait, you went to Paris? Yeah. With who? I mean, my parents rented out a timeshare and they were nice enough to uh, fly me out there and uh yeah just, we, just oh, you so you were visiting on a on a, on a visitor's visa sounds yes. like okay so you didn't you weren't an immigrant flooding the, the streets of paris no i wasn't an immigrant flooding yeah the i heard paris isn't paris anymore you know what i mean yeah parasites yeah. we're calling them now yeah why couldn't they just fill age of ultron in paris illinois huh because it's probably boring in Paris, Illinois. Okay. You understand that, oh, right? Oh, okay, okay. So America is boring to you, and... Yes, some parts of America are. Paris, Illinois, yes. All right, well... I've never seen it, but I imagine it's You know, boring. Paris, Illinois went 84% for Trump. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. Actually, it does. I would think it'd be higher, though, in Paris, <laughs> Illinois. Personally, I've had great experience with Paris, Illinois, and I bet that's higher. A proud Republican country, proud Republican president. Hey, man... Oh. Are you uh, are you are you still poaching these eggs? It feels like yeah, they take about fifteen minutes. How long does this podcast last? Actually, it's called Fifteen Minutes with Lincoln. Oh, okay. after me, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. So you, we still haven't understood. What are you doing in Chicago specifically? Ah, uh, sure. Um, well, uh, as you know, I got invited to speak at the University of Chicago. That didn't pan out because the students are everyone hates are snowflakes. You. Sure, uh, and yes, everyone hates me. And <laughs> Do you know, there is a University of Chicago now. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Why is that so crazy? They didn't have that when I was around. They didn't have Chipotle either. You seem to come around to that real quick. Chipotle, though. That would have done well. Do you feel like what you just said to me was worth interrupting the conversation we were having? No. Okay. Where were we? Uh, Well, uh, why I'm in Chicago. uh, Well, now that my entire life is falling into pieces, I thought. Yes, even Republicans and Democrats both hate you. Yes, yeah. they both hate me, but, uh, you know, I thought someone who still might listen to me is the good people of Chicago, you know, because you invited me on your podcast. Well, you've no, obviously you, wanted you wandered me. in hoping to cook eggs. Yes, well, I just wanted and to And we have a very, eggs. like, it's kind of a dorm room, dorm floor atmosphere here at the YMCA. We, we always Sure, but I could have sat over there by your, by your electric stove. <laughs> And silently post uh-huh. my egg over your hot plate while you. But you invited me in here to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So because you want to hear what I have to say, because you're living in what was one of the most liberal cities ever, Chicago. Yes, yeah, I think that's fair. Right. So I came here and I'm doing a, a little one man show. You're doing a one man show. I'm doing a one man show. See, Timothy, I told you you could do a one man show. I don't want to do a one man show. They're very trite and they, you know. It's just one person going like, oh, this is me, but it's usually them trying to sell themselves. No, no well, offense, Steve Bannon. No, I am trying to sell myself. I'm, <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to get the American people back on board. But you, I mean, you were an improviser. Isn't that the next step for you, doing a one-man show? Doing a one-man show? I don't want to do that. I don't, that sounds awful. Well, no, no offense, Steve Bannon, again. I apologize. Offense? I'm not offended. Well, what's your show? What's, you know, what's the hook? Well, I don't want to spoil too much. Okay. But, but uh, it's called uh, American Carnage. Like the speech, the 
The inaugural address. Yeah, the yes. inaugural address was was an excerpt from uh, a screenplay I've been working on. Uh, oh. Yeah, the entire inaugural speech is actually the one monologue from the screenplay that I just I gave to to, to President Trump to read. Um, but uh, it's so I'm I'm reading excerpts from that, and uh, I think it's gonna be I, I think it's gonna be something really special. Um, I mean I. It feels weird giving a plug to someone that supported Roy Moore uh, so strongly, but where can people see this show? Hey, I, I, said, I said I regretted that. I did not know that he was a child molester. So <laughs> No, he went on stage, like during the accusations and stuff. You, well, but I, I had to double down, didn't I? What well, am I going to... He kind of makes a point. Apologizing is the worst thing you can do these days. If I see if I had apologized right. ahead of time, he definitely would have lost. Right? It's like how Al Franken apologized and he he lost his job, but Trump just hasn't apologized and he's still around. Brilliant, huh? Yeah. So, but you knew he was like a, a crazy racist. Oh, of course. Okay. Who didn't think Muslims should serve? Yeah. Who thought slavery was a good time? But gentlemen, this is Alabama. Okay, this is. The heart of America. This is what it makes America great. Let's not call great. Alabama the heart of America, please. Let's not. Let's not. Have you that. ever looked at a map of America? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Well, what's right in the... Where, where is your heart in your body? Well, the heart... Kind of down to the left, right? <laughs> no, it's kind of like upper upper third... Like the chest, right here. Sure. If I were to make turn... If, say your face is Chicago. Okay. And, uh, and your belly button is the panhandle of Florida. Where would you say What's well, everything below there, then? Well, that's that's the Mexico. That's the Mexico okay. we're going to annex. The heart of America is Alabama. Fine. You you win. Right. Where can people see this show? When can they see it? Uh, it's at the Annoyance Theater. Oh, you're uh, performing the Annoyance? Yes. Do you know that's an improv theater? Well, they do plays. Uh, so yeah. Here. Dang, Timothy! This guy's got a one-man show. He's written a screenplay. And he's performing at the Annoyance. He's a better improviser than you are. <laughs> Why don't you shut the fuck up, all right? What? I've had it up to here with you talking about my improv career that way. I'm just saying I think that you should take a page out of Steve's book and double down. I don't want to do let's, it one minute. After this podcast, let's what? email Improvise Tarantino again and see if we can't get you a sit-in. <laughs> I know the one show you said you didn't do as well as you thought you would, but let's get you in there. Okay. I love Quentin Tarantino. Is that right? Yeah. Those are the only movies I've ever watched. Nice. He's had a. He's been in the news a lot this week. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about um, oh, a lot of child his, molestation again. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Terrible opinions. Hey, I liked your sixty minutes interview, and I've read other interviews you've given. You're a pretty interesting guy. I bet this show of yours would be pretty interesting. Well, I'd like to think it's interesting. Uh, is that? I mean, you're an interesting guy yourself. You don't mean that in a sort of a condescending way, do you? Um. I mean it in the way of like, oh yeah, I used to be a white supremacist too, so I mean it was pretty interesting. Uh, God, you are my hero. Steve, can I ask you another thing? Um, you, you, you were edu- educated in an Ivy League ed- uh, institution. Um, you worked in Hollywood. Uh, you're very rich. Why do you dress like you are a factory worker? Is it uh, an act? No, I, I just, I dress like grunge. You dress like grunge. Yeah, my teenage daughter thought it was cool, <laughs> okay. and I and I, you know, I sort of, I'm like I said, I'm sort of estranged from my daughters, and, uh-huh. and I thought this is what she thought was cool. You ever hear of Kurt Cobain? I have. Yeah. Have you Have you heard of Kurt Cobain? No. He was in a band called Nirvana. Ah. Okay. And he, he shot himself in the head. Ah. 
Yeah. Well, Great guy. Why did you get excited about that last No, time? just that's something to remember it by. Yeah. He shot himself in the head. He didn't get shot in the head. He's a strong man. All right, easy there, Bannon. <laughs> All right, well, my egg is done. Okay. You put We're... just one of them? You had a whole carton here. Well, yeah. Oh, I, in, so case, in case I ran into a family and they all needed eggs. Yeah, like Steve Bannon's going to share some of his eggs. <laughs> so, sorry, that's at the Annoyance Theater when? <laughs> Mondays at 8 o'clock. Mondays at 8 o'clock. February 12th and 19th. Okay. Folks, go see American Carnage at the Annoyance Theater. Uh, Mondays at 8 o'clock. Uh, th- oh, boy. Thanks to Steve Bannon for being on the show. Never thought you'd be on as a guest. But, uh, you know, you're an important American political figure, divisive as you are. So, so thank you for doing the show. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to protest our show now that you've been on. So, thank uh, you. Well, you're welcome. All right. Uh, all right, so I'll... I, they're going to have the Olympics on across the alleyway. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think so. So um, you, yeah, is there going to be a group, uh, just a group of guys down there watching? From, yeah, we're all going to watch. We're all going to catch figure skating. Okay, yeah, I'll be down there in uh, in like ten. Okay, great. All right, all right. Um, I have to say, there's a nice little spirit of community in this YMCA. <laughs> you know, I I do like I that about it. It's, it's just guys helping each other out yeah, who are, who are at the know. lowest point in their life. And another guy looking for a poached egg door to door. They don't poach it himself if he has to. It's kind of weird that he first asked for eggs, but then was carrying it, the whole thing of eggs. <laughs> I forgot about that. And then he was like, can I have a poached egg? Why did he poach one of the eggs himself? <laughs> Just like, what did he want when he came in here? <laughs> I don't know. Folks, uh, if you want your uh, questions about politics or history answered, email us at 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical 15minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. We got an email, but we're going to save it for next week. That's right. Maybe next week someone else who used to be on the National Security Council will just wander into our (laughs) podcast. That's crazy. Yeah. That is pretty remarkable. Also, I'm a little worried he might have... Was he distracting us? Swindling us? The story's not adding up with these eggs. Are you saying he was stealing from me this whole time? Do you have anything he could have stolen? Absolutely not. No. All right, we'll poke around. The 12th, the 19th at 8 p.m.? Yes, the Annoyance Theater. That's his show? Yeah. All right, well, good luck with the eggs, I guess. (laughs) Bye, everybody.